A belief is not merely an idea the mind possesses. It is an idea that possesses the mind. Robert Oxton Bolton Hello, criminals! It helps me remember that the music comes next. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I listen to it and I hear myself going, I know this is where the theme song goes. Ah, yes. I need to put the music in. Welcome to Unsub. Wait, I just want to say, Robert Oxton Bolton, like Troy, Troy Bolton. From High School Musical. That's all. Welcome to Unsub, a Criminal Minds podcast where we go through Criminal Minds episode by episode. Criminal, criminal Mind by criminal, criminal Mind. That's my part. No, it's not. I came up with the line. You, you just said it one day. Yeah. It's I not. I coming up with it. Anyways, I'm Michelle. And I'm Nicole. And we're sisters. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. How's your week, Nicole? Um, it was pretty stressful. I was just oh, no. not I was just not feeling it this week. And this is my last week before my physics final, mm-hmm. my physics exam, the AP exam. So I have one week to review and I'm a little nervous. You got this. I got this. You got it, girl. I mean, as long as I can, like, write down some equations that go with the thing, I'll get at least a point. <laughs> one point. I'll get at least one out of five oh, points, and that's okay. No. That's okay with me. That's not okay. I'm... You need to try harder. I've, I've, shut up. I almost didn't hang out with you today because I was studying, but I did. You called me and said, let's go to the movies. And I said, we have to record the episode. Yeah, but before that, I said, I can't hang out today because I have to study. So who's the real? Okay, but then after that, you were like, fuck studying. Let's go to the movies. I want popcorn. I really wanted popcorn, okay? (gasps) Shut. Welcome to Unsub. I don't even know what movie we're going to see. Michelle, how was your week? I'm sorry. I just, I talked about me. I didn't ask about you. <sighs> my weekend. Well, my AC went out last week and they got it turned back on today, thankfully. Oof. The guy was, the guy that came to fix it was really excited. He was like, wow, you must have done some good in your life because this is really easy to fix, actually. And I was like, okay, thank you. And then he told me about some other place where he went where he found a bullet hole <laughs> in their fucking AC unit. And I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if you found one in mine. Because the first night I was there, there was a fucking SWAT team. That was fun. Down the street. <laughs> the first night I was moving into my apartment, my grandma was with me. We had the screen, <laughs> the doors open and the screen doors shut. And I just heard over like a bullhorn. This is your final warning. <laughs> Come out of the house with your hands up. And then, pow, pow. I'm like, what the fuck? Where did I just move? Uh, right but, next to the temple. <laughs> yeah, the Mormon temple. Nothing's happened like that again. Yeah. I mean, except I for her ghost 
previous tenant. She's not. She didn't even die in the apartment. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know I was going to do that. I was going to look up Harkin Showtimes. So today we're on episode nine, which is as far as the other unsub podcast got. Yes, yes, yes. And we're, the next episode is really good, so I know we're going to make it. Okay, hold, can I just tell you something? Yes. There is, okay, so my other podcast is called Colts, Cannibals, Conspiracies. Mm-hmm. There is another podcast called Colts, Cryptids, Conspiracies. No! Yes, bitch. <laughs> like, we're not very good at podcast names, I don't think. <laughs> Um, I came up with the name Unsub, so I think it's a very good name. <laughs> so did two other people. <laughs> yeah, but they're idiots. That's rude. I, they're probably fine. Their episodes are much shorter. Okay. No, I was very no. upset about that, to find that out. I was like, That's... am I going to have to change the name again? And I was like, mm, if I... Colts, Cannibals, Conspiracies. If I, like, I decided if I, like, get any, like, bigger, then I'll change it. Why? If you get bigger, then people true. already know you by that name. Just call it C3. C3. But. And always have three people. Always have two guests. I can barely people. get one guest ever. I bet Sarah and one would be a guest. They don't like the spookiness thing. So? They would be fun guests. They would be fun. Sarah and one. I'm sure I'll talk to you before this comes out, but. <laughs> This is going to come out on Friday. I think we should just stick to Friday. Okay. We're just going to... Okay. You know? Because (laughs) they just come out whenever you wind up editing them. And even if we miss a week, I think they should still just come out on Friday. Okay. I think we should record another one this week, though. We definitely should. (laughs) Wink wonk. Ew. Anyway, this is episode nine, Derailed. Derailed. Meow. <laughs> that was the sound of a train being derailed. Kind of because this is this that episode a train. <laughs> takes place on a train. And can I just say I love trains? I think they're a lot of fun. Like that episode of King of the Hill where they're on a train. I think that's so much fun. Trains? We should take a train. Yes. Remember the train and globe that just goes in a circle? Yes, that was so much fun. That was fun. We should all go on a train. Ugh. All remember the 17 of our projected listeners. The miniature train exhibit at the library. Oh, yes. Uh, volunteering for that. I was there like nine hours a day my for God. The, my whole winter vacation because I volunteered to like monitor the train exhibit. That was amazing. Those train guys are so nice. They let kids, like, run the train sometimes. I wanted to run the train, but I never asked. I want to run the train. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. This week's unsub of the week of the unsub of the week <laughs> is Ted Bundy. Nope. Trainman. God. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. It's Ted Breyer. Like the ice cream. I wish you would stop talking. <laughs> this is all I do is talk. The rest of the episode. I'm Shut here up. to talk at you. He's Ted. He's like a. I, I don't know if he's schizophrenic, but he's like. He is. Psych, psychotic. Like he's, psychotic schizophrenic. 
That's not a label. He's he's schizophrenic. He's psychotic. Okay. It's psychotic. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> I just so broke Nicole's finger. She did, but I'm okay because it wasn't my viola hand. <laughs> so, not back at the BAU, but beginning at the BAU. Mm-hmm. JJ goes into Hotch's office and she's like, "Hey, Hotch, where's Elle?" And uh, Hotch says that she's in Texas to do a custodial interview with William DeVries. DeVries. DeVries? Mm-hmm. A child murderer. Ooh. Ew. And, and JJ's like, <laughs> mm-hmm, you're letting her do that by herself and already? And Hotch said, get out, JJ. JJ, don't ever question my choices again. Get out. JJ, I was just strangled. <laughs> Oh, he was just strangled in the last week. I wonder what his wife had to say about that. We will never find out because Hotch's marriage update is not as, as um steady but a segment can, as we thought it would We be. can project, like, when he got strangled, we said she's not going to be happy, and that was the update. <laughs> yeah, so then Hotch ominously tells JJ, she'll be fine. Like he planned for something to go wrong. <laughs> She'll be fine. Uh, what? Don't worry about it. What? Nothing. And cut to... Where's Sally? Train. Cut to train. <laughs> cut to... <gasps> Airplane. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is where we're introduced to the passengers on the train. And um, they they do a little scene between each of the, the each train passenger? people. And I think it would be Did fun. you write them down? Yes, I think it would be fun if we <clears throat> did the thing. So Michelle, why don't you read the read the All paragraphs right. well, that you wrote, and then we'll do the scenes. Okay, first passenger is a young man with earbuds, not AirPods. They didn't exist yet, and he's drinking out of a bottle of alcohol. And we get a flashback to him in a drunken car wreck, and uh, he calls That's his, it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll be I'll be the guy. Okay. <clears throat> Dad, I uh, kind of wrecked another car. You did what? I, uh... Were you drinking again? Well... You know what? I'm done with you, Josh. Don't bother coming home. <laughs> yes. He dissolved into a Gideon-like <laughs> voice. I think everyone... That's the only it. voice I can do. Hold on. Let me... <laughs> and um, after him, we are introduced to... A young woman in a cardigan with a cross around her neck. She's holding her stomach. And we flash back to her looking like... Oh, very freaked out at a pregnancy test. Uh-oh. And we hear her in a man. Yeah, so um, I'll be the other character this time. Okay. Let's get married. Married? Yeah, why not? I mean, we'll get married and we'll have the kid. No, I'm going to Dallas to take care of it. And see. Take care of it. <laughs> She's going to get a shmushmortion. Oh, or she could be. What? Going to have a baby and take care of it. <laughs> no, she's going to Dallas to get an abortion. Mm. <clears throat> uh, and then we have a very sweaty. I also noted that he was sweaty. He's I so called him, sweaty. I called him sweaty <laughs> when I wrote these out. He's so sweaty. A very sweaty businessman with a briefcase. And what's in his briefcase, Michelle? A gun. A gun. There's a gun in his briefcase. <clears throat> So we flashback. Uh, I'll, I'll be sweaty this time. Okay. I don't understand. I won't be here when you get back, Harold. I'm filing for divorce. 
I'm leaving you. I'm going to Dallas. Don't follow me. Uh, but he did. He's following her. And he has a gun. And he has a gun. Um, oh, God. And now we cut to... A middle-aged professional woman named Linda. Mm-hmm. We flash back to her in her office. And uh, her colleague is talking to her. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can be Linda. <clears throat> Linda, are you sure taking him to Dallas is a good idea? I've written two books on this, and he's living proof of my theories. We're going to that conference. Great, Linda. I hope your theories really pan out. So she's taking him to Dallas. Who's what? Who is him? Who is him? Who's him? Him? Her? Sally? And our next passenger is Elle. And we don't need to flashback to her. Only, 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 only. We know her. I love Elle. I've been feeling like drained because I haven't been seeing Elle. Oh my god. (laughs) So this is, so Elle's on the train. She's looking through the case file for William DeVries. It's a bunch Mm -hmm. of creepy photos, photos of children, photos of dead children. And she calls Gideon on the phone. And she's like, I'm on a train. I wanted to look through the case file. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She didn't rent a car is what she tells him. Yeah. He's like, well, the more you know about the case, the less chance he has to lie to you or something. And she's like, I know, Dad. And she what, she like asked him a question or something. Or she was trying to ask him something, but the call kept getting out. Well, do you know what he, she was asking? No, but he was like, oh, I don't have time for this. I'm very busy. And she's like, what? Gideon, hello, hello, and then the call drops, so she thinks that Gideon hangs up on her, and... Oh, I didn't get that. I didn't... No. Uh, Okay. The cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. He doesn't have time for his daughter, Elle. (laughs) The final passengers are two men, or are they, sitting behind one another. They're not sitting behind one another. One oh. is sitting behind the other one. I mean, it is possible for them to be sitting behind each other, but that's not the case here. And the one in the back looks like Gary Busey. Do you know who Gary Busey is? I, I know. I've seen a picture of him, and I can put a face to the name, oh but God. I don't know who he is. He looks just like Gary I'm, Busey. I know who you're talking about. Look at him. I know what Gary Busey looks like. Look at him more. I don't want to. Um, Gary Busey leans forward (laughs) and whispers into the other man's ear. He's like, hey, that lady has an FBI file. (gasps) And the other man, Ted, he says, leave me alone. And then Gary Busey keeps whispering at him. He doesn't leave him alone. He doesn't. Gary Busey has no boundaries. So we have this man with another man whispering a bunch of paranoid shit into his ear. Or do we? And then the train stops. Screech! And a security card comes into the car. And uh, he sees Elle, because he knows, he sees her file. And he's like, you're FBI. And he tells her there was a suicide. Someone jumped in front of the train. He says it happens more than you would think. There's a whole procedure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's telling Elle because she's FBI. He doesn't want to freak out the rest of the passengers. But then Gary Busey is whispering to Ted, what are they whispering? Are they whispering about you? Go, Ted! It's now or never! And Ted grabs the security man's gun. And he fucking shoots him two times. Bang, bang. And then he, oh, I don't remember that. He punches Elle in her beautiful face (laughs) and takes her gun as well. Yes. This is a hostage. This is a crazy man with two guns now. 
I love Elle. I, I don't love- like seeing her get hurt, but it's happened so often. Cut to the BAU, and uh, they have the case because of psycholo- certain psychological aspects of the unsub mean that they'll be good at handling this case, and they don't even know that Elle is on the train. Mm-hmm. So JJ's like, hey, look at this. There's photos from the security camera. Oh, yeah, they can see into the train because of the camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reed notices that he has, like, facial tics. He has uh, 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 um, tacky... Hold on, hold on. It's in my my psych notes. <laughs> Cardio tachymnesia. No, it's not that. Dyskinetin. It's in your notes. Great, we're going to look through your whole psychology textbook. Just schizophrenia. Wait, wait, wait. Just give me one minute. I'm just going to Google it. Okay, here. Antipsychotic drugs. Thorazine was like a chemical lobotomy. It zombifies people. Drool stare off into space. Tardive, tardive dyskinesia. Where is it? Is that what it says? Tardive dyskinesia. <laughs> Great. That's what he says. But I see, we didn't talk about it giving you ticks. We just said it like makes your face look scary. It, well, like half of his face is like kind of paralyzed or like, you know. And so that's from taking antipsychotic pills like Thorazine. Why is mom calling me? Most antipsychotics don't do that anymore. Yes. So, um, so yeah, tardive dyskinesia <laughs> yeah. is what he has from taking Thorazine, an Re- antipsychotic. Sure. You don't know what pill he's taking. It was Thorazine, because Thorazine the one that does it. You don't know. Or otherwise, it was a generic version. Are you a doctor? Yes. I took, this is my, <laughs> I took general psych last year. Oh my now God. I'm an AP psych, so yeah, I think I'm. <laughs> I think I, think I, I know, know more about, about Thorazine than you, <laughs> sweetie. Genius. Oh, genius. <laughs> okay, so then Gideon comes in and looks at the thing, and he's like, that's fucking Elle. Did you guys not see Elle right there? She's in the background. And so now they're driving to the scene in West Texas. What? And like, okay, they drive a car onto the scene. Uh, did they just get... Where did they get the car, first of all? Because they had to fly to Texas. They can't drive from... Okay, but they can always have their their black SUVs. How did they get it? Shut up. <laughs> it's hot just driving. Nobody picked them it. up from the airport. Shut. <laughs> they took a cab. They didn't rent it because it has the sirens and lights. Then they took it from the FBI in wherever they are. They had someone else drive down while they <laughs> they left the person <laughs> yes. at the airport. Anyway, yeah, the yeah. BAU's driving. Um, it doesn't really matter. Cut all that out. The cops are trying to negotiate with the, the Ted. with Ted. And Ted wants to speak to the higher authority. Mm-hmm. And as they're driving up, Gideon's like, well, we have to show him we're the highest authority. So they put on the sirens. They're like, beep, 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 beep. Everyone get out of our way. We're the higher authority. Have a good time. The doorbell rings because the party's here. No. (laughs) (laughs) And we skipped this, but um, Morgan called Garcia and asked her to run facial recognition on the train passengers. Mm -hmm. And she said, if there's a picture of them anywhere, I'll find it in their homes. (laughs) Garcia. Elle is on the train or something. And she goes, all right, I got this shit. 
fail back in the train. Elle got handcuffed to the seat, I guess, because she's an FBI agent. But I don't remember that. Thinks that everybody's an FBI agent. Yeah. So Ted and Gary Busey watch the BAU vehicle approach, and the where are you? The oh. lady who was talking to her colleague, who was taking Ted to the, who was saying this convention. guy's proof of my theories. She's like Ted, huh? Why don't you? And he goes no. <laughs> and then this is where we learned that Mrs. Ladyman is a doctor, and he is her patient. Dr. Linda. Dr. Lady. All right. So the pregnant woman throws up. The briefcase man pulls out a Bible. He's like, he's like clutching his briefcase and like sneaking his hand in it. And Elle's like, don't do anything stupid. And he really quick pulls out a Bible and puts it on his case. <laughs> They're like, wah! I write that thing down. And Josh continues to drink alcohol. I don't like that guy one bit. <sighs> So the BAU gets out of the car and meets Agent Frank, Frank Moretti from the Dallas, Dallas field office. <laughs> yeah. And Reed brings up John Nash, who believed aliens were recruiting him to save the world. And I have not heard of John Nash. And Moretti's like, oh, yeah, I saw the movie. Which, <laughs> what movie is that? John Nash was an American mathematician? Is this the correct yeah, yeah, I looked that up, or else I heard about him somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I think I was trying to see who saw. Oh, he was. must have been played by Russell Crowe because Russell Crowe comes up. A Beautiful Mind. Oh, so John Nash is from A Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Minds. I have not seen that movie, but I always, <laughs> I always say that. Wow, you have such a beautiful mind. <laughs> okay, I did not know that. Mm, wow, mm, wow. Beautiful mind, beautiful mind. And Reed says it was an inaccurate portrayal. He starts talking some nerdy shit, and then Morgan's like, let's just go. Let's go. And this is the first time that I have heard Morgan call Reed Doc. I've never, and I don't remember that. <laughs> I think that's cute. That is that's cute. I'd call him Doc. <laughs> like, he's respecting him, but also... Patronizing him. Exactly. <laughs> Treating him like a crazy old man, doctor. Exactly. Come on, doc. Let's, come on, doc. We'll get you home. <laughs> so then Hodge talks to the head of the hostage rescue team, and they're like, we got this cover from every angle. With We need to shoot him? We're going to fucking shoot him. Mm-hmm. And Hodge is like, all right, cool. And uh, in the mobile command center is Gideon, oh, Morgan, yeah. and Doc. I forgot to talk about the mobile command center. It this just is has... where Morgan calls Garcia. It just has, um, what am I saying? It has footage from both of the, there's two security cameras. So it just has footage from the security cameras and it has the phone line that they used to communicate with Ted. How did they get the phone in there? When did they get the phone in there? Before they got there. They were like, we barely got him to agree to get a two-way phone. Uh, in the train, (laughs) Ted grabs Elaine. The pregnant lady, uh, to make her talk on the phone, he's really mean to uh, Elaine. And, like, we know what she's going through, but yeah. he doesn't. And ugh. Keeps, yeah. He, he like, her. grabs her by the hair and drags her over to the phone, and she's screaming, and Elle's like, hey, bitch, take me. He doesn't, <laughs> though. Like, Why? So you could send them secret messages? <laughs> like, if we're all FBI agents, any of us could be sending secret messages. Exactly. But anyway, he tells Elaine... 
He wants Elaine to talk on the phone. Yes. For him. So Elaine calls up the mobile command oh, center. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He says, don't deviate a single word or whatever. And Who then- cares? <laughs> and then he, like, doesn't even tell her, like, he tells her what to say, but he doesn't say word by word. Like, what if I deviate too much? Like, that would scare me so much. It doesn't matter. Let's not get into the minutia. That's all I'm about. This episode will be five hours long. Good. <laughs> so Gideon answers the two-way phone because Gideon loves playing on the phone. It's his favorite part of the he job. He says, hello, you have a small penis. Because that's what he does. <laughs> Hello, tell Teddy has a small, soft <laughs> dick. <laughs> and Gideon tells Elaine, I'm someone who can resolve the situation. And then Ted goes, ask him what part of the government he is. No, ask him if he's in the FBI. No, ask him if he's NSA. No, ask him. Uh, uh. Gideon says, I never said I was government. Because the more mysterious he can make himself, the higher an authority he is. And Ted... Oh, well, you know, he's Ted. Ted's like, Gideon says, you know who I am. And then he's like, Gideon almost hangs up on him at some point. He says, I think goodbye. He... And yeah. fucking hovers over the button. And he's like, wait. <laughs> so Ted tells Gideon that he wants it removed. And then Gideon wants, he tries to arrange to have it removed. And Ted says, you have one hour. But we don't know what it is. Gideon doesn't know what it is. But he arranged to have it removed. So everybody's trying to figure out what it is. And Reed's like, oh, it could be anything. Oh, because someone someone asked, like, how many psychos of schizophrenic delusions are there? And Reed's like, they're as varied as the person themselves. Everyone is a beautiful butterfly. And anyway, it could be anything. Mm Mm-hmm. And L inside the train is like, Dr. Linda, Linda, listen. Linda, please. What is it? What is it? And the Dr. Linda's like, he thinks the government is monitoring him. Fucking Josh, the drunk guy, like stands up and says, the government is monitoring us. Think of all this shit and all these cameras, blah, blah, blah. Hate that guy. And Ted yells at Gary Busey. What? Ted yells at Gary Busey. I don't know why. Okay. And Josh yells at Ted, and then Ted comes at him with a gun. And Dr. Linda's like, no, no, no. That's what they want to... Mm-hmm. Is that what she said? Yeah, she said, oh. yeah. They want to divert you from having it removed. And she takes Ted's arm and points it towards the camera so that the BAU can see a bunch of scars <laughs> on his arm. I thought you were going to jump in there, but you didn't. He thinks he has a microchip in his arm, and he's been trying to get it out. And that's so gross. Like, that episode of, what was it, House? Was that an episode of House? I think it was an episode of House. What happened? Why was there a microchip in that person's neck? I don't, oh, and they thought it was aliens. That was so gross. Let's do a House podcast. <laughs> that I signed up for Amazon Prime just because one night I wanted to watch House so badly. And I used to have the whole. Like the whole I know the box set. box set of house and they're all gone and I can never find them again because it's not on fucking Netflix. They have them at Goodwill though. I should start buying all the house box sets because I really love house that show. House was too scary. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's scary. Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was boring. Oh, well, I love it. 
So anyway. Garcia yes. calls Morgan. She got the facial recognition junk, and she has all the names of all the passengers. Mm-hmm. And here we have Garcia on the run. That was not the right. No, try again. Try again. On the run. What? Uh, I'm on in the, the wrong run. Yes, I'm in the wrong key. I'm in the wrong key, and I don't know how I got there. You're in the wrong key, and you're just singing to yourself. <laughs> on the runway. Yeah. Wacky girl. Wacky girl. Cover girl. Do your thing on the runway. Yeah. So right in here, her hair is down and it's like all curly, but it's not like, it's not like she did it with a curling iron. It's like really natural looking curls, like puffy, like, like my hair. My hair looks horrible today because I took a nap after I got out of the shower instead of doing it. Oh, it feels so clean though. Did you put anything in it? I did. I put some oily stuff. You can definitely tell I have a bunch of products in my hair. But anyways, she's wearing an olive green blazer. I think that she was wearing a dress underneath. Do you have a picture? I do, but like you don't see her whole body. So mm-hmm. you can't I don't really remember. see. You just see her from the side. So I think she's wearing a dress. Mm. And then they go up close. You can see her little, she has little circles hanging from her ears. How Not cute. hoops. But circles. circles. She's having fun. She's, She's always having life. fun. I love oh. Kirsten Vane's. Cinema. I love Kirsten Cinema. She's <laughs> so much fun. I do love. She's fun. She's a fun senator. She's a bisexual senator. And she's like the first atheist senator, I don't know, ever, but in Arizona, definitely. We need a. Did you see the video of her getting sworn in? She uh, was having fun with it, and Mike Pence seemed so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. She was like, I swear to suck dick and touch some titties. That's exactly what, can you believe she said that? And I was like, whoa, okay. So. She's she's hardcore. She's a fucking beast. So Garcia tells them that the unsub is Dr. Theodore Breyer. Mm. Ted is a doctor and he's been living in a mental health facility for nine years years how spooky uh when do we find out what what why he's a doctor well we can just say it now he wrote papers on string theory yes the m theory m theory yeah he was a he was a crazy smart guy he's like a fucking genius Mm -hmm. so back in the tram doctor it's not a tram i don't know what a tram is tells the others (laughs) that ted probably thinks they're all agents just because of little old L. Yeah. And, and this Josh fucking, fucking Josh. Oh I hate him. God, he's an idiot. He stands up and he's like, I'm not an agent. Big brother's out there, bro. Hate is love. War is peace. Screw the government. And like, he's a fucking idiot. Oh my God. And Ted's like, he's making fun of you. Or not Ted, uh, Gary Busey. <laughs> he says he's making fun of you. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Don't. You better not. You better not. You better not. <laughs> Went away. <laughs> uh, back in the mobile unit, they're like, how are we going to take a chip out of his arm if there's no chip in his arm? And Reed. Reed fucking saves the day with magic. magic. Okay, see, I love magicians. I've never, like, Ugh. even encountered a magician that I didn't love. <laughs> That nunchuck was in here. Like, uh, Darren Brown, James Randi. Mm. 
Jimmy Snow and Spencer Reed. Yup. I used to be obsessed with Harry Houdini. I remember that phase vaguely. <sighs> he was just the best. And he was trying to like disprove all the fucking mediums. James <gasps> I feel like this happens every episode, but I hate mediums. I fucking hate mediums. They're evil. Like I just learned that Sylvia Brown oh told... So one of the women that was captured by Ariel Castro and kept in his basement oh for like God. fucking nine years, she told, Sylvia Brown told her mom that she was dead. And then the mom died without ever knowing that her daughter was alive. Like, why would Sylvia Brown even fucking tell her? Why, why did she have to say fucking anything just for you attention? You know why. It makes me so mad. Oh my God, she just turned into the Hulk. If I, oh God, I just think that all psychic mediums need to be put in jail. You can't do that. And then, because then it's like. Killed. No, you can't do that. Hung in the public square. You just have to let them be horrible, sadly. (sighs) No. I know. The world is a sad place. And everyone is being victims of undue influence. And Michelle, I'm learning a lot that I didn't want to (laughs) know. Anyway, Sylvia Brown's in hell. Did you know that the word, the term Baphomet just came out of literally nowhere? Like, no one knows where it came from. They think, like, the Knights Templar, when they were being, like, tortured to death, like, tell me who you worship. They were, like, someone admitted to worshiping Mahomet, which is Mohammed. And they were, like, probably, like, being tortured to death. So they're like, "Ah," and someone was like, Baphomet? That's a demon, probably. (laughs) And then 200 years later, someone, Levy, I don't remember his first, like, Elias Levy. Eugene Levy? I don't know. (laughs) Was like, this is a drawing of the sabbatic goat. And everyone was like, that's a demon. That's Baphomet. And he was like, sure. over there anyways reed (laughs) jesus christ what a tangent reed decides he like pulls out a coin and is like a little sleight of hand he makes the coin disappear and reappear and then he's like i can go in there and pretend to take out the thing and morgan's like no come on no (laughs) teach me teach me how to do it reed i'll go in and reed's like i've been practicing my entire goddamn life morgan you're not gonna take this for me reed just says no No! This is my thing! You can't just take this from me! It's too late. (laughs) It's too late! Oh, God. (laughs) And in the train, Dr. Linda tries to talk to Ted, and she's, like, talking very calmly to him, but also I would be kind of freaked. She's talking to him as if he were, like, a rabbit that she's trying to... (laughs) approach she's like ted these people are not agents no one is watching you we don't want to hurt you we see her being morphed in ted mind ted's mind into like a glowing angel saying we don't want to hurt you we want to kill you yeah so that's what he sees and he points the gun at her and Elle says no i'll make them leave it in you forever if you hurt someone I'll make sure that they never take it out of you. Ugh. At this point, well, yeah, she knows what it is. 
Mm-hmm. And so Gideon calls on the hostage phone and says they're sending in two technicians. <laughs> and Dad says, no, only one. And he said, this is a very delicate procedure. Only one! Do it now! And he hangs up the phone. Click, clack. And we see Hotch grabbing a little chip out of a walkie-talkie. Yes, Hotch gets the special chip. And Morgan is preparing Reed. He says, do not take off this bulletproof vest. <laughs> do not make eye contact with L. Play into the fantasy. And Reed goes, I love Reed. Actually, did you know that dentists and surgeons have been secretly implanting chips into people during otherwise routine medical procedures? It's on been and happening off, off and on <laughs> since the 1930s or whatever. And he's like, just kidding. You told me to believe it. I was just making a little jokey joke. <laughs> yeah. And so the chip is so small that Reed's like, whoopsie daisy, and drops it on the ground. He, like, he's trying to, like, do the magic thing, like, three times, and Gideon's like, call it off. And he's like, no, 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 here, I got it. And then he does it. I got it, you guys. So then Gideon says, take out the chip and get off the train. That's an order. And Riddy, Riddy is. What? <laughs> Riddy and Reed's like, Riddy that's one? their ship name? No! <laughs> Reed's like, can at least one of you look like you're going to see me again? Notch says, see you when you get back. He doesn't believe it. Guess so, Reed. Gets on the train. He says, oh, hello, everyone. Like, what the fuck? What a dork. I mean, I I don't know what I would say. If I would I... say hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, ladies. Hello, hello criminals. Ladies. <laughs> Talking only to, what's his name? Mm-hmm. And the first thing that Reed does when he gets onto the train <laughs> is take off his vest. Take off the bulletproof vest because Ted tells him to. Mm-hmm. Reed's like, I don't have a gun. I'm just a technician. And he's like, take it off. 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 Everybody take it off. So Reed goes up to Ted. He swabs his arm with a little alcohol. He Cuts his arm open with a scalpel. And he pokes his little fingers in there, he a little girl. Jams them in there and is like digging around. It's disgusting. And then he pulls out a microchip. <gasps> and he gives it to Ted and tries to leave, but Ted's like, no, no, no. Turn it on. Mm. And Reed's like, Ugh. and then we get shots of literally everyone in the team is says, get out of there, Reed. Get off the train, Reed. Why won't he get out of there? <laughs> and then Elle speaks up and she says, it has to be implanted to turn on. And Reed's like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, uh-huh. It goes, uh, it uh, needs uh, the little electrical impulses in your blood, so it has to be implanted. So I'm going to leave now. He's such a fun guy. And Ted's like, no. You're not going anywhere. Sit down, you little twink. You can't keep what being mean. Calling everyone a twink. <laughs> Yes, you don't even know. Outside of the podcast, she only refers to people. <laughs> Everyone is a little twink. Okay, so Gideon. Um, he calls. calls the phone. Yes, thanks. I was saying that. <sighs> I can't. I can't with you anymore. I just. This is our dynamic. This is the last episode of Criminal Life. We made it to the. <laughs> We made it to- this is the breaking point. It's a cursed <laughs> episode. 
No Criminal Minds podcast will ever make it past. No! Ours will. Ours and Reed's will. like, I told you, I have to talk to the higher authority. And then fucking oh, Josh. Josh again. Drunk ass Josh stands up and starts yelling, the government's monitoring us. Uh, my dad put something in my car. He said it was for theft, but I know he was just trying to see where I was going, which is like, okay, Josh, you're, you're a college student and you keep wrecking fucking cars by getting he drunk. He said I wrecked another car. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I'm sure your dad is worried about you. Why did he get his license taken away? You can have a bike. And everyone's like, come on, Ted. Nobody's going to hurt you. Come on, Ted. Answer the phone, Ted. Josh is screaming, ah, the government, the government, ah. So Ted freaks out. What does he do? I don't know. Where are you? <laughs> he shoots. He shoots Dr. Linda. <laughs> and then he answers the phone. Gideon's like, what happened, Ted? We took out the fucking chip, you dickhead. <laughs> he says, I'm tired. I'm very tired. He says something. I'm tired. And then Ugh. Gary Busey whispers in his ear. And Ted says, it all ends today. Uh-oh. Gideon calls again. And Elle's like, I'm the only agent here, Ted. Let everyone go. I'll stay. I'll be your hostage. Gary Busey says she's lying. They're all the agents. Reed says the higher authority can help him. And Ted shoots out the phone. Bang, bang. Bing, bong, bing, bong. Ugh, he's just stressed like i can't I imagine thinking that you're surrounded by okay. people who want to kill you i was just thinking about this yesterday because i was watching like a youtube video one of those video essays As usual i was watching youtube i was killing flies watching you listening to youtube and like i heard like someone whistling in the house ew and like i paused the video and i felt like i could like still kind of hear it and so, like, I had it paused, and I got a knife. Like, I have auditory hallucinations. Like, I have them. They're a thing that happens, but I don't have them, like, in the middle of the day when I'm killing flies. So I was like, this is so scary. Like, What's the flies' souls? No. Like, if I were someone who had hallucinations like this, like, just during the day and not when I could, like, recognize, oh, this is when I have them. I know that this isn't real. Like, that would be so scary. So I was just thinking about that. Like, I got a knife. Mm, yeah there's no telling what you would do if you because it's just if you have delusions like you kind of know okay this makes no sense this can't be real but also you still believe it like you know it makes no sense but you still believe it yeah like i'm not gonna go into when i was a teenager and insane but i had some crazy delusions I was radicalized over the internet. Stop saying that. It's true. So (laughs) Gideon tells hostage rescue to get ready. And oh, wait, isn't that Hotch talking to them? Maybe. Hotch is talking because he's the one who's talking to like the the snipers or whatever. Um, He is talking to them and the main guy says it'll take two shots, one to take out the glass and one to kill him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he'll start, he'll like go up in a blaze before yeah. you get the second shot. As soon as the windows come down, he's going to start killing everyone. Because mm-hmm. he has two guns. <laughs> yeah. Still, so, then Reed sees Ted talking to himself slash to Gary Busey. And his, okay, his delu- his 
hallucination is named Leo, by the way. It is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not Gary Busey? It's not Gary Busey. It's Leo. So right. we have Leo is the hallucination of Ted. And so Reed's like, hey, Ted, hey, look at me, look at me. And uh, Ted's like, what? <laughs> and, you know, he seems to really know how to talk to schizophrenic people. Hmm. I mean, well, let's get into this with our scene of the week. <clears throat> so I'll be, I'll be Reed. Yes, you'll be Reed and I'll be Ted and Leo. <clears throat> and okay. Leo sounds like a demon in my head, so okay. Okay. This is, okay, Ted is pointing a gun at Reed. Reed is like kind of walking towards him like, I ain't gonna hurt you, just to set the scene. Okay, this is Ted. Is there another one? <sighs> you know there isn't. If there were, Leo would have told you. Don't listen, Ted! Make it stop! I know what it's like. Make it stop! I know what the voices are like. He's trying to trick you! The voices, they won't stop. They've been talking to you since you were a child. He's telling you I'm not real! He is lying to you! You're lying to me! That's Leo speaking. That's not Dr. Fryer. Why don't you let him think for himself, Leo? You... Do you see him? Yeah, he's right there. Shoot this kid! Why don't you let him make his own decisions? Shoot him! The voices, they helped you, right? It's where you get your ideas from. While the other kids were outside on the playground, you were inside, reading, studying, learning. The voices wouldn't stop. They helped you understand things that other people could never realize. As you grew older, it became almost a responsibility, right? A responsibility to use that ability, to use your knowledge. String theory. The theory of everything. Shoot him, Ted! Then M theory encompassing all the strings, unifying the theories. You know, it's funny. Most people say that M theory can never be proved. Proved? Does he say proved? He does. Dumb. <laughs> because the mathematical tools don't yet exist. But you see it, right? Am I right? You can see the different strings unifying the dimensions. The gravitational infinites canceling each other's out. You... You see them, right, Dr. Breyer? You see them because you have the tools. Your mind is that tool. He's one of them, Ted! One of them! Shut up! Back at the command post. Oh, yeah. So while this is happening, Gideon's like, I'm going in. This has gone on long enough. Because yeah, obviously his baby's in there. Yes, his baby Reed. And I believe that if you put your mind to it, you'll realize that only you can make Leo stop. You have to make him stop by understanding him, by understanding that he's a liar, and he only wants bad things for you. I need you to believe that, Dr. Breyer. I said kill him, Ted! And Thank then... you. Thank you. Ooh. That was our scene of that the week. That was our scene of the week. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then tell... <laughs> L trips Ted. And him and Reed wrestle for the gun. Then there's a gunshot. Bang. Bang. Ah, Gideon says, my baby. And he runs <laughs> to the train. It Where's? The, it was Mr. Sweaty Man. It was the businessman. He killed Ted. Remember the gun? He had a gun the whole time, guys. Chekhov's gun. Tchaikovsky. It came back. No. No. <laughs> I love Tchaikovsky. I said what I said. He says, I had to do it. God forgive me. Uh -oh. Oof! Ted is alive. Mm -hmm. He's taken away in an ambulance. Dr. Linda is taken away in an ambulance. And Elle is like, Gideon, tell them I don't need to be taken away in an ambulance. And he says, protocol's protocol. And she says, I'm fine, Dad, to Gideon. And he says, Elle, don't ever call me Dad again. Yes, and then Elle is like... That made like, me kind of sad the first time. I know! 
but don't ever call me dad. Like, come on. You're our dad. You know you're the dad. So Elle was like, so Reed, you talked a lot about the voices and uh, how you can relate to the voices. And uh, And Reed says, I was just playing into the fantasy. Gotta go. (laughs) Gotta blast. And he walks away. So, I mean, we learned something about Reed is that he has... Seems like very personal insight into schizophrenia. It does. It does appear that way. Interesting. And Um, that's the episode. That's the episode, bitches. This was a good. This was a good amount of time that we talked. Yeah, you don't even need to edit it. I do still, but it's it's gonna be a better. Yeah. So we have like ten minutes to kill. So, uh, yeah, they talk about John Nash. He was a schizophrenic, I guess, a beautiful mind. I'll have to watch that movie. We should look at the IMDb. I did not know that. There's some fun stuff. Oh, I looked. I don't know why. I was looking at the IMDb for the last episode. It said the head blinks like the first time you see it, the head in the trash can. Ew! Like it was an accident, you know, (laughs) and I think they left it in. I didn't go back to see, though. Okay, the IMDb sounds more helpful than the Criminal Minds Wiki. I can never find anything good on the Criminal Minds Wiki. Yeah, let's just look at the IMDb. The only uh, really interesting thing I saw, (laughs) 19 out of 19 people found this interesting. (laughs) Matthew Gray Goobler, who plays Dr. Spencer Reed, practiced to be a magician when he was younger and performs a magic trick as part of the plot. In interviews, he has mentioned magician Harry Anderson as an influence. One of the hostages on the train is named Harry Anderson. (gasps) The sweaty man with the gun. (laughs) How fun. Wow. That's it. What else? That's it? That's That's the the only interesting thing. Hmm. Oh, but the one episode... Oh, Nicole, you noticed this. Yeah, well, I noticed with um, Dr. Linda that she's wearing the same clothes in, like, all three pictures that we see of her and the current outfit she's wearing. <laughs> we should get a picture of that. We should put that. Yeah. All the hostages are wearing the, the same, same clothes in their ID pictures. <laughs> as they are on the train. Yes, I did notice that. Okay. But um, the one episode, I think the last one with Jimmy and the Mr. Baldwin, <laughs> most of, okay, so most of the episodes have like a 7.5 to like 8.2 rating on IMDb. That episode had a 6.9 rating. <laughs> nice. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just we were right in saying. We were right that it was the worst episode. We were right in that we hated it. <laughs> Our hatred was justified. Our hatred was justified. Mm-hmm. Do you see anything else interesting? Oh, there's a lot of goofs. A lot of goofs? Where? I love goofs. Well... While on the train in Texas, the map located in the background is a map of the subway system in Washington, (laughs) D.C. That's fun. There never have been direct flights from Washington, D.C. to El Paso. They have a private plane. Wow. So, (laughs) yeah, but Elle went by herself to El Paso and took a train to Dallas, but that's... There's no flights from Washington, D.C. to Elbaz. Why was they, There are all kinds of plot holes in this show. Why Who even that? cares? The show is fucking ridiculous. This is why I can't keep up. There are too many plot holes. Okay, that's why. And because I'm always scrolling through Twitter while I'm... Bitch. I'm kidding, I'm not. I, dedicate, I know you are. I dedicated a lot of mental energy to this episode because I felt bad. 
<laughs> Wait. So this has been unsub. This was unsub. Wait, I'm pretty sure can we you... don't have any new. <laughs> I've checked. I No, we don't. But can you check the email to make sure it's what we've been saying it is? Uh, I know it is. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, so you can <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Very Little Vogel, which, you know, is in the description as always. You can follow us on Instagram at unsubpod. You can email us any little bits you might have, anything you want to say. You can rate and review wherever you're listening to this. You didn't even say I know, email. I realized. You can email us at theunsubpod. Yeah. At theunsubpod at gmail.com. Hooray! You can follow Michelle on Twitter and Instagram at honeybeeword. Which, again, is in the description. You can follow me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at C3 underscore pod. You and your second podcast that you've never recorded an episode for. <laughs> and, you know, stay safe out there. Stay. Uh, Just, I don't know. If you're on a train, look out. Have a gun. <laughs> if you ever... Take a train. Just take a gun with you. You know, when I you heard never know. that whistling, I was like, I really wish I had a gun. <laughs> it was part of the video, but, like, it was part of the background music. <laughs> but, like, I kept hearing it when I paused it. Ew. I know. And I was like, I know, because, like, I know that I have hallucinations sometimes. Well, keep listening to keep <laughs> up with Nicole's deteriorating mental state. Stop. Uh, it's fine. It's been the see. same. Schizophrenia in women doesn't show up until around 19 or so. Actually, the younger that it shows up, the, like, less likely you are to recover. So if I develop schizophrenia any time in the next five years, I'm not going to recover. Because it started oh my God, stop when I was crazy. 12. I'm just saying, I don't think I am. I don't think we have the genetic, but <gasps> Auntie Virgie. She was... No, she had Alzheimer's. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think I have the genetic potential to get schizophrenia. I was just always scared of that as a teenager. And like, once I got past my teens, I was like, okay, no schizophrenia showed up. I think I'm pretty good. Because <laughs> I did have delusions when I was younger. See, I don't have delusions. I have hallucinations, which I think is better. Uh, <laughs> no, no. You think you're better than me? No, I mean, I think it's less crazy. <laughs> it is. I would always think that people were following me. Yeah, no, I just hear people talking to me while I sleep. <laughs> well, that's like in between your waking and dreaming life. Yes, but. Well, that is less crazy. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not while I sleep. It's like while I'm falling asleep. But that is common. That is a thing that happens to a lot of people. So anyway. <laughs> We're going to go watch Little now. This has been Unsub. And um, we'll leave you with this. Albert Einstein said. Albert? <laughs> Albert Einstein? I said Albert, you fucking bitch. Like and Albert. subscribe if you heard Albert. Albert. <laughs>